What's up, everyone? I'm Gavin, also known as Tweak. <laughs> Not the AKA. Bro, the, the also known as gets me every time. Yeah, I'm go. done playing games. This just, okay, what's good? It's Pink, Marcus in the building, and we don't have has, but we do have. Hey, this time, this week I made it, this week I made it. <laughs> not 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 MIA this time, but Haz is uh, busy with some work stuff, and we need to push the content out for the people. So here we are, Tweak Talks, episode 52? Yeah. Dang. Good job. Five that's, two, five two. Hey, that's a whole year, 52 weeks. Yeah. I'm I'm so sad I missed the uh, the last one. I, I like, uh, listened to it, and I just wanted to roast uh, Haz so much about Ken, but now it's too late. We're already, <laughs> like, the week... It's already week old news. Like Ken is washed, whatever. Right on to the next, uh, on to the next thing. But so I'm, I'm sad I got to miss the roasting. But yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Today we'll be talking about Battle of BC four that happened over the weekend. Honestly, a really exciting tournament. Uh, a lot of crazy matches. A lot of uh, game fives. A lot of storylines. Like just, I feel like it was just, just, it just kept getting more and more exciting, and it's just. A lot of like once in a lifetime type of things, I guess. I don't know how else to describe it. It was a very crazy tournament. Um, yeah. First match ultimate. You know what? The first thing I actually want to talk about is that Gluto combo, bro. With the trampoline <laughs> with the trampoline, that bro. Point was incredible. Like, how is he ready for that? I legit was like, who's ready for that? I was legit like screaming in my living room because I had it like on the big TV in there and, uh. He was like, what happened? Like, and I was like, you just have to see it. You have, like, I swear, like, I'm not exaggerating. Like, it was, like, one of the craziest things. Even from, for Gluto standards, like, it was, like, one of the craziest things like, I've seen from Gluto. In bracket, like, that's not, like, a friendly combo. That's, like, on the line, if you miss your waff, like, you you messed up, right? Yeah. And I was just like, bro, he just did it. Like, bro, off so the cool. trampoline? Yeah. Off the trampoline? Who's, like... ST, like, I'm sure when T got hit by, like, he's yeah. like, what, what just happened? Like, psychic damage, <laughs> like, definitely some mental up damage. throw, double up air, off the trampoline, neutral air, one, two, into a double jump waft. So good, so it was off really of good. grab, off of grab, and yeah, Pac Man's love to, uh, they can mash like up B out of hit stun and kind of like create this weird situation where sometimes you'll even like, they'll just get a hitbox out or they put like this trampoline. And then if you want to like fast fall down to a platform or something or reset, like you go on the trampoline. Like it just makes yeah. the situation awkward. And it's so crazy that Gluto just saw that and was like, oh, sick, you're you're like dead because you did this. Like I, I'm going to kill you at zero because you decided to mash up B. And I'm just like so situationally aware of this trampoline and what. I can get off of that. Like being that situationally aware that fast and reacting that quick and getting up now, like even just getting a hit in that situation is like, oh, dang, like nice. You know what I mean? But to be like, oh, you're dead off this. Like that, that is like, you only do that when you've played Wario for over a decade. Like, and that's the yeah. only character you've played. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that uh, to me is bro, just wild. Didn't he have another like combo on Twitter a long time ago where he was playing against a Pac-Man? Yeah, it was like, like some like weird trade like, into a waft, I think. Yeah, it was like yes. dash oh, attack. Oh, he or like up me out of shield during the dash attack, the dash right? attack and yeah. they traded, they traded and, like went in the same yep. direction, then he yep. used waft. I remember now. I was thinking of that too, Marcus. I was trying to remember. Bro just and knows he knows that Pac-Man situation. Like, yeah, like, crazy. He's a pack, like I guess so. 
You know what's funny is like um, I've had so many experiences where people are like, I'm so scared. Like when I'm at zero against Wario, like I don't want to die at zero. Something I would always bring up is like you don't die off of like a grab at zero. <laughs> but Gluto, Gluto has finally like put it into reality. So like now it's like who knows what he's going to do. <laughs> but yeah, uh, there's also like, – what's up? That's like part of like what makes Gluto so good though is that like yeah. – if he, especially like matchups that are hard, like Pac-Man Wario, for example, like he will study every single interaction at every percent with every move, like, and he will, he will just figure out like the best way to win. And he does it very consistently. Yeah. Like, and he finds a way to get his X factor. It's yeah. really, really cool. Any character he loses to is just instantly in the lab. Like, okay, well, like there's some more I can, and that's what's cool because he's so optimistic about wario you yes. know or it's just like okay there's something i could have done so i'm gonna immediately go to lab and try to figure it out it's yeah it's really sick to see yeah i uh and he won that game too because he it was it was still going like pretty rough despite that combo and i was like bro gluto you need to win this game and he did so it just like from my experience, every time I get a cool clip, I'm always telling myself like it's ruined if I lose. Like I have to, I have to win the game too. Yeah, yeah. Like you can't like clip someone and then lose because then like you know it's canceled out. Like now yeah, it's exactly. not cool anymore. Yeah, it didn't matter. But he he got the clutch win too, like in a last scenario. So like that that just made it like the perfect game. Um, but there's a lot of other stuff to talk about too. Uh, Ken using Sephiroth. Like winning, winning the like tournament, multiple, with mul- yeah, multiple sets in a row. I think every single set in top eight was with Sephiroth. Um, Ouch is another big one. Ouch made it all the way to third place with Wolf, uh, a really young player from Canada. Uh, if you Riddles, thought Riddles like, was the only one from Canada that was good, think again. That's man. what I was. We, that's what I was thinking the whole time while watching that tournament. I was like, Canada did really well. Like, Canada really like like held it down in their region riddles and ouch you know what i mean and exactly, in terms of like right? top eight i'm sure there's other people that placed really well too but yeah in terms of like on the big stage like really holding it down like with names like this look like at this. ouch and riddles got all the way up to top four like that's really really good over gluto shoots on siski and Kome. yeah like, like that's really that cool. is crazy good crazy yeah. good so and i mean we've we've talked about ouch quite a bit on this podcast so Mm -hmm. i mean we're like i i'm not like super super surprised i'm more so just like really happy that ouch was able to perform in terms of like wolves that kind of are keeping it going you know what i mean like charlie ouch or like the first larry right um jackal jackal right i mean there's i was gonna be pissed off bro hey there's a lot of them there's a lot of them right and i mean there's there's i mean there's a um orion right that did well Mm -hmm. at uh, genesis so there's a lot of wolf players and you know some of them i mean used to be gavin as well right but some of them have kind of gone on to other characters i feel like ouch is one of the few wolves that are still keeping it going with solo wolf or at least i didn't see ouch play any other character this weekend so yeah i, mean, I could be wrong in terms of secondary i think but one of the most was, impressive yeah. things about ouch's run was, was there there was at least like one reverse 3-0 too right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that was against Kome. yeah like yeah i was thinking like while when that set was starting like Kome versus or... ouch was, i was like all right like if ouch wins this like that's insane and mm. not only did ouch win the set like it was reverse 3-0 and then just 
kept it going for all of <laughs> all the way up into third place. I was like, yeah, like that's just like that sounds wrong. One of the craziest things I've seen. That sounds wrong. That sounds wrong. Wait, was it three one? He did three one him. I'm pretty sure because I know he lost. There was a reverse three zero, right? He lost game Shoot-on, one. Shuton, Shuton. It was Shuton. Yeah, he lost game one against Kome convincing like pretty convincingly or it was like pretty close and they just convincingly three stocked him the next game and i was like yeah bro what just like how did it it just like clicked for you that fast and then he just smoked him for the rest of the set that kid's like i remember the last shuton game it was similar shuton lent like a 70 percent combo and then ouch three stocked shuton from there (laughs) he like he like realizes like where people want to go like and the way that they like to play like their their pacing at which they like to play he realizes it really quickly and he either just outpaces them or he just makes them play at the pace that he likes but generally like i was watching him like versus kome and i was like oh yeah you know japanese gonna play a little slower like kome likes to you know like uses gigantic hitboxes to control space around him and ouch was just like okay i see that you like to do that and i'm just not gonna let you do that and i'm gonna make you really uncomfortable i bro i love watching him play he just like goes for things it's like oh, i think this is gonna work i'm gonna yeah. do it and i'm like Bruh. and he also is like one of the few players that makes like a lot of use out of pairing like you know there's like the top players like light and stuff like mars yeah. will like parry a ton and then there's the others that Go for like more with punishes. Ouch loves parrying. I wonder if it's an awareness on the actual frame data because I saw like a couple like parry up smashes, which sounds like it would be the most normal thing ever, but up smash isn't like the fastest smash attack ever. So sometimes it makes me think like, you know, he knows what moves. Does Ouch know the difference between going for a tilt and going for an up smash out of parry? You know. Yeah, he pro. It's it's hard to tell, but definitely like regardless like was very like on point with like the punishes especially for taking stocks which is easier said than done with wolf right like like no situations where people just want to like avoid certain moves and then he just uses other moves like Like getting getting stocks with wolf nowadays are like way harder than most like relevant characters like it's just not that easy there's not like a super easy kill confirm or like anything like that so it's really impressive for sure Yeah. yeah You're not like landing like forward air back air much anymore, so you have to get a lot yeah, more like, creative. Dude, you can't uh, just like do like I'll a rising forward air and then all of a sudden convert it into a kill. Like you, it has to. But be he like... did do that. Did you guys? Did you see that one set where he? I don't think it was a rising fair, but it it looked like a rising like slightly delayed fair into a back air, and I don't know if it was true, but it looked. I'd have to see cool. it. I, I would tell you if it was true. Or it not, was. But... It was in. It was it had to have been like. It was, it was definitely in top eight for sure, but I, I don't know the exact interaction, like who he was playing against. But I I remember seeing him do like a slightly delayed rising fair to bear, and I was like, wow! I was just like, my head kind of jerked back. I was like, is that true? Like, it's <laughs> you know, very because you, you definitely can't get immediate rising fair, like a like a straight rising fair. But if you're like rise, but you delay it a little bit, then fair as you're coming up, then you might be able to do it. Wolf is a. I've probably said this on the podcast at least a couple times. Uh, Wolf is my favorite character to watch in the game because I've played a lot of Wolf myself. And I always like to just like kind of watch the match and like, would I have done that? Do I like what they did? Do I not like what they did? Like what, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Just with Wolf specifically, I really like that. I think it's like Wolf specifically, you know, there's 
some of it is simple. Some of it is like a bit amb- ambiguous. So like, I don't know. There's something about Wolf that like I always, um, I want to watch every Wolf player and just like, you know, see what my thought process would have been if I was in that situation. Yeah. Um, and honestly, like, Ouches is a, a little weird. And it's not like, it's weird because of how simple the Wolf is. <laughs> <laughs> Ouches Wolf is extremely simple but it just always is getting the job done like nothing ever catches me off guard but it's just it's like marcus said earlier it's like he's always outpacing them or like something like that and but like it was honestly i was pretty confused sometimes for like one of the first times ever when watching wolf i'm like i don't understand like he's making it look easy sometimes yeah that right there that looked like it it was slightly delayed that fair i think i think that was true because of riddles is the eye for sure but like that it it could have it, it that that looked like not the greatest di cuz off of the rising fair you usually want like hard like you want to be like hard drifting in with the falling fair is usually the best case scenario but yeah. I, I feel like ouch did a really good job of just like getting like there oh my that was before go like he's that's fast. crazy ouch is like, fast his he's... reactions are fast too mm-hmm. yeah i feel like that's like could be a big part of it too like Maybe he's like playing faster than like I would be in these situations, and like just he's he was there for that ledge roll like immediately, like mm-hmm. like a fucking wolf. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh... I I had a great time, especially because it like kind of took me out of that like I always like watching wolf perspective because I just couldn't comprehend it, so I just started watching it for fun. Like I I was like <laughs> I give up, I give up trying to understand. Like I was just having fun watching watching Ouch win at that point. Um, even uh, those those flashes I liked. He didn't always connect them. Um, there was even a little earlier. My dash like would have punished there. He like <laughs> landed. He landed a forward air, and then he jumped and he he like prepositioned for the follow up. He didn't autopilot the bear though. He like saw he sees the di, and then like he 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 saw that he couldn't get bear, so he tried to like get a jump read or something afterwards, right? And I think uh, reacting as wolf and being like, oh, I, I hit falling fair. But like, do I pull the trigger on back? Because if you autopilot the trigger, then you lose the the RPS afterwards, right? Or like the situation where you could call out jump or you could force out air dodge. So I think ouch in terms of hitting a confirm, he's very good at seeing where they go and like sees if he has to commit to the back air or not. And then from there, he just plays out. Like I, to, to me, ouch got a lot of kills with back air, which before 100%, which like when you look at Wolf's back air as a move, you're like, okay, that can't be that hard. But everyone avoids that move so well. So mm-hmm. the, the fact that he was able to get so many of those stocks this tournament, and as a past Wolf main, like, and someone who just like studies spaces intensively, like, I'm very impressed with his ability to set up those situations. Yeah, just getting kills consistently in all these different matchups, and like at not 130, 140, making people kills. afraid of Wolf. It feel it felt like he like put them in a time machine and took them back to year one. <laughs> yeah. It's like somehow they're just like, they're scared of Wolf again. And I've, I loved watching it. Um, and there's also like the, the biggest, I guess, topic of the day is Ken Sephiroth too. I'd like to hear what you guys thought about uh, Ken's matches in top eight. If you watch them as for me, like um, I was like trying my best to like, you know, take what I can from it and like use it for my own Sephiroth. And I think one of the biggest things is uh, I think Ken was just 
Ken was really aerial heavy, but at the same time, always fast falling super well, everything he did, like, and just like playing Sephiroth way faster than, um, you would imagine the character could be played at. And like, I think that's another kind of similar to Ouch, like making people really scared because, uh, Ken was like throwing out these really low to the ground aerials that are really strong and like just constantly throwing them out. And I feel, I feel like, uh, making people afraid of Sephiroth is one of the most important things you need to do when you play the character. Because if the character doesn't get any fear out of you, like then it feels like they just don't care about your existence. Like I'm just going to sit here and shield all your stuff or I'm like just going to wait for you to do something laggy and mess it up. But I feel like if you can get them like uncomfortable or scared, Sephiroth becomes like way more of a threat, especially when like some of the wind conditions come in like wing or something. Right. Um, I think that's one of the main things I took away uh, specifically from Ken's gameplay. And also just like, it made me want to like play Sephiroth, right. And like get some games in and like simplify my own game. Cause it's like, like, wow. Like Ken is just like using a lot of aerials and just covering space and just fast falling really well and just keeping it really simple. And I like wanted to like try that on my own time. And it was just crazy to see in a tournament because um, I'm sure y'all have heard this before. A lot of people talk about Sephiroth as a character uh, that's bad in bracket. A lot of people categorize Sephiroth with characters like Sheik, right? Like mm-hmm. where like this character maybe can do it, right? But like gets so much worse in a bracket. And I always understand where they're coming from, right? Like it makes like we know what they're trying to say. Like they're just hard or they're glass cannons. Right. Like it, it, it's I get what they're saying. But something that I've always thought in the back of my head, despite like on a tier list, I would put Sephiroth pretty low. I still think Sephiroth sometimes can be the opposite because of if you can make them afraid of the character because there is a lot to be afraid of. I, sometimes I think it's the exact opposite. Like sometimes I think people play way worse against Sephiroth in tournament, kind of like a Ganondorf or Little Mac factor, just because he's so scary with like one wing or the range and the kill, kill power. And I think Ken with his playstyle does that really well. Uh, sorry if I'm rambling a bit, but I hope that makes sense. But sometimes I think it's the opposite of what people think, like maybe a balance of both, like the struggles of those characters like Sheik and, and stuff while having like the, the kill power and like KO punch kind of factor that other characters have in tournament that like make them a little better than they actually are. Oh, I, I 100% agree. I mean, yeah, it's like, it's I'm weird. Off. Cause he has like, he has like the worst attributes and then the, like the best sometimes. I don't know how to describe it. High highs, low lows, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's yeah. Just, like Sephiroth is just, you, you are light and you're tall. So then you're susceptible to kind of like, you, you just want to get wing. You bullshit your opponent yep. with wing, right? So it's like it, when you're fighting against a hard matchup, usually what makes a hard matchup for Sephiroth is, can they KO you? with ease and put you in a situation that's like almost unavoidable when you don't have wing and get the KO on you. Right. Um, I think characters like Fox can do this. She can do this to Sephiroth. So uh, I mean, those are off, off the top of my head. And I think Sephiroth's are getting better at just understanding what 
they need to do to just get wing right like okay cool just like take the grab or take this like if I, if i'm on ledge i can get off like not necessarily for free but i have a decent amount of options to get off ledge with wing and stuff like that um one thing i will say ken sephiroth was like very back air heavy um yeah like and Ned, it's it's funny because i think uh ned started doing the the specific bat like the that backer i saw uh, ken doing a lot like that one right there um i saw ned doing that a lot like first week of sephiroth and i i didn't know if yeah how good that particular backer was but i think it's like i think it's matchup dependent i think in a lot of the yeah. matchups that ken played in it made a lot of sense um, yeah, because well, yeah. if you play against like a, a fox or a wolf, like they go they're vertical, gonna be and there. Yeah, yeah, they 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 will go over it so fast. But like if you play against like an an Olimar, like a a Pac Man, they would have to. They don't have the range or the speed to close the distance, so they would have to jump. But their jump is so slow and floating. Or this, or the out of matter. shield options at that right. mid range. Mm-hmm. Which is something that I noticed about Ken Sephiroth is he loves playing in a range where like. Back air isn't fully space. It's just like kind of space, right? And sometimes he'll drift into you with the back air. Sometimes he'll drift into you and go for like a neutral air instead, right? Like facing backward. There's a lot of like this mid range where it's not, oh, I'm playing full space zone you out. I'm just going to keep moving backwards, Sephiroth. It's like I'm controlling this space right here and you have to figure out how to deal with it. And that's something that I really enjoy because outside of like, him doing a lot of back air and forward air, he was very dash heavy. Like most Sephiroths are more like I I can't even say most Sephiroths. It's I only see like you really and like Ned sometimes. Um, most of them are more jump heavy um, because you know like what you get off of landing a neutral air, right? And you also understand like the uh, unre like it's unreactable when you decide to land near them if you're gonna do near or grab, right? It's just. It, they he has have a really good, like, fast fall and stuff. Right. So they have to guess, and, like, you uh, play around that really well. But Ken just plays around the fact that, oh, I'm playing mid-range, and they have to figure out how to get around this mid-range area. Yeah. And if they can't, well, I guess I win. <laughs> I love talking about this because, um, like, some of the situations I do, like, something that was so interesting from Ken Sephiroth is it's like he was playing without paying attention to his opponent's damage. Like, it's like, you're at zero. I'm going to be doing the same things that I'm going to be doing when you're at 150. If, mm -hmm. if you know what I mean? Like, yep. these back airs are going to keep coming all the time. Mm -hmm. And something that's interesting is, um, something that's really good about Sephiroth is he's pretty good at getting shield pokes. He's pretty good at like scouting what you're doing. If shield isn't on the table, cause he has so much range mm -hmm. and that's where he's going to get like harder reads, more valuable hits, stuff like that. And he's just constantly pressuring shields. And right. even it, sh it shows in some of his ledge trapping and corner pressure too. A lot of his options are super preemptive and I think he's just looking for the situation after the fact, which is a big part of Sephiroth's gameplay. And I think it can, it's kind of similar to what I do with, like, uh, when I down smash someone's shield, I'm never really looking for the shield break. I'm just looking to take shield out of the equation for a little bit and then go from there. I think Ken is just doing that all the time, just with less shield damage than the down smash. Shield back here, the shield at zero, mm -hmm. like... And it's, it's, what's also interesting is how little Shadow Flare Ken used because he's replacing a lot of those Shadow Flares that other Sephiroth players might do with just constant aerials all the time. And 
we were mentioning that it probably is a lot of the matchups uh, Ken was playing. Like against Pac-Man, it makes a lot of sense because it's like, what is Pac-Man um, necessarily going to do about it? Um, but yeah, I, I really like it, especially because it makes me feel like I'm on the right track with my Sephiroth because I've been using a lot less side B than I used to when I, like a few months back. I've been like more focused on some other things. So I, I, I just, it's interesting because I'm just trying to add some of this stuff to my game plan. And when I did, I was like, I liked it at first. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm just like pressing so many buttons and like it's working. But then sometimes like it would clash with my style and I, I started to hate it. So now I'm like trying to take bits and pieces from Ken Sephiroth and like trying to see what works for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was it kind of similar to what I was talking about with, with Ouch. At some points, I just couldn't comprehend like why it's working because it felt like so, so simple. But it, at the same time, it's like, there has to be something I, I, I should be taking from this. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I, I think the impressive thing for me was how Ken controlled space with back air. I think for, it's like so weird because there's so many growing phases, uh, at least like I've seen your, I, I've seen and talked with you a lot about just your Sephiroth play. So in terms of like growing, I've kind of, I, I'm, I'm watching it happen, right? And I know right now, especially like looking at when I compare the different, now there are different matchups and stuff, but on Mo, in Momocon, your Sephiroth played in a sense where it's like, okay, a lot of movement, it was more movement. And sometimes, or not even sometimes, a lot of times they would be coming center stage and you wouldn't like control space with a hitbox. You would just try to fade back, right? And just try to get like a whiff punish. But then if they didn't come into you, it's like, okay, you're, you're kind of giving up that stage control, not necessarily for free, but like you're not, necessarily fighting for it or like committing to something to control that area and i think the the main differences i saw with you and ken both in that situation ken would still kind of retreat and i think this is what makes back air so good is because since it's a back air you can just fade back with it right so just like a quick fade back like a dash back into a, a back air unless they like full hop and have like insane drift like wolf or something like that most characters can't really deal with that um it it, it like it depends like maybe some like the some characters that could whiff punish it maybe are like fox or mithra maybe right chic like someone that has like really divey quick dash attacks but and and i think actually can use a lot more back air than fair too yeah so um, Just i like think consistent like more lo- lower to the ground like more likely to catch right. like jumps too and Ken was very consistent at being able to do the same delay back air in wing or not in wing, which I think is a very similar aspect of Smash 4 Cloud because there were some Cloud players that were very comfortable playing Limit Cloud because you were usually Limit Cloud more than you were regular Cloud, right? And then some, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah, like even like Cloud sense. back airs were different, but in this game, it's not that big of a difference because you're only Limit for like 13 seconds or something like that, right? But with wing, you're, you're kind of like a good amount of time with wing depending on how slow you guys both players play it so ken being able to do that same back air in wing or without wing was very impressive and the fact that ken kind of just you still see forward air like the way i see it is forward air is meteor um probably comes out that counter was godlike by the way yeah it's insane that so just 50 50 win or lose and and sephiroth uh, that's another thing too is Another thing that maybe you don't like doing too much, I know, is just taking 
certain risks or gambles. But I yeah. feel like Scintilla is so strong. That move is broken. That like sometimes you have to take like you don't even have to take the gamble to win the gamble. You have to show your opponent that you're willing to take that. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. that's like the a big objective that you could try to do. And I even you did show like a lot of your counters and Momocon were more like recovery counters stuff like that, but not like. 50 50 me like we're flipping a <laughs> coin right now i'm dead or you're dead you know what I'm yeah saying? Uh, that connects to what i thought you were about to say but what i talk about a decent amount with sephiroth is um the more i play him the more som- sometimes i want to categorize him as like a hard read character in the, in those situations like sometimes i genuinely con- uh compare him to ganondorf <laughs> like i have this crazy read i could do and you'll super die or or i'm gonna lose zero percent yeah like maybe not quite zero right. but well if you should break someone at zero hey she'll break somebody see you <laughs> i guess but <laughs> basically what i'm getting at is like sometimes like yeah like sometimes i like want to go for those smash attacks or go for those counters like I, I i don't i don't disagree with you at all and i think sometimes sephiroth is just strangely in that category um just i don't know it just and he ended up being different than you would have expected off off a first glance with like a sword character like him. But yeah, sometimes I feel like he's the type to to take those gambles. Um and I feel like Ken was pretty good with that, specifically with uh moves that I've been really interested in too, being uh we just talked about counter, but more so up smash. Up smash. Ken had some really nice up smash usage. Ned is uh, the up smash lord. Huh? Ned, Ned is like the up smash god with Sephiroth. Yeah, it's like, all the Sephiroth, Ned is the best up smasher for sure. It's like it's interesting because it's it's really useful, like because you can like make it a little less risky by like covering yourself with a platform and like. Mm-hmm. But I feel like uh like in those some of those clips that were even shown right here, if you're watching on YouTube, like Ken would just like read the jump with an up smash and like I think being willing to throw out those things once in a while, basically what what you were talking about with counter, but with with for for me right now, it's with up smashes. You got to show them yeah, that you're going to do it, that you're willing to do it. And that move is really strong with or without wing. Like that will move, that move kill really, strong. really early, um, even without wing. So instill uh, the fear, even if your move whiffs or if it doesn't whiff, you yeah. are instilling something in them. And this, you and this I mean? can go for like simpler attacks too. Like, like go, this connects all the way back to the shield pressure thing we were talking about with like Ken's play style with back hair. Is it, it's all about, you know, you know, let me let me make you scared of me, and this connects into getting those harder reads later on, or those like you know more valuable hits later on. So just honestly, just um, really great play from Ken, and I feel like Ken does this with Sonic too. Like mm-hmm. Ken is really overwhelming with his Sonic when when the mm-hmm. game is going well and gets uh, you know, just make, really makes people uncomfortable. And I feel like the same can be said about the Sephiroth too. <laughs> I think it's a similar style, like, in a sense of considering the range, right? Like, Sonic obviously wants to run away from you, but I think people don't understand exactly why he's running away from you. And the main reason why Sonic needs to run away from you before he hits you is because he needs to start up Spin Dash, right? So Spin Dash needs to activate and then go into your shield, and that's when it's like, okay... This is my offensive mix-up, but you don't get that by going up to someone point blank and just like spin dashing in their face, right? So oh, he's back. He is indeed back. Is he good? Well, I I get this message. Never mind. 
I think he he looks he looks good. He looks good. We're a okay. All right. So, but like you you essentially need some kind of distance, right? So, uh, with with Sephiroth, you also need that. I mean, Sephiroth can nair in your face, but for the most part, the most favorable distance with Sephiroth is going to be like that back air area, right? Very similar to the same distance where Ken wants to like line up and start a spin dash, and it's like, okay, I've established this amount of space, I can now spin dash and be safe because I'm intangible on the hop, and then they probably just have to shield in this situation, right? Because I can catch jump with the spin dash jump into the combo or whatnot. So uh, I think it's at least operating in that same space. I think Ken is very strong at as a player and it kind of seeps through into his like back air game with Sephiroth being like, Oh, okay. Well, thanks. Sef like Ken's really good at like it, it, even the offensive mix ups, like after right. like committing to something. Uh -huh. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Essentially just like that, that, back air space spacing right that spin dash slash back air spacing so um yeah it was super sick to watch ken do it up with the sephiroth and he also went sonic you know for the earlier parts i think only top eight and he only challenged japanese players yeah it, it was like two different phases of his run it was like the sonic yeah. phase into the sephiroth phase and like <laughs> and both like worked out like beautifully like uh if you're watching on youtube like uh production is showing off ken versus riddles and like going Sonic versus these characters is perfect. Very smart. <laughs> but it actually is what I wanted to talk about with uh, with the the two matches versus T as well, because Sephiroth can still do really well versus Kazuya's. You know, yep. Kazuya's a slow character, and Ken already doesn't really use Shadow Flare that much. Doesn't have to worry about the reflector or anything like that. You know what I mean? So like, mm -hmm. I feel like Ken's style is ready for Pac-Man and Kazuya at the same time without having to adjust much. And that's where I was starting to get worried for T. The more matches they played, and it was like, you know, in Ken's favor, I was like, I feel like it's not about switching at this point. I feel like it's about, like, just, like, like outplaying Ken because I feel like Ken is prepared for both characters, and mm -hmm. it's like the, the play style is there, um, in my opinion. And and that's where, it, like, I was like, yeah, I think Ken is, got this after, like, getting into grand finals, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um. But that being said, basically, he I think he could have used Sephiroth versus Riddles as well um, if Riddles ended up like winning with Kazuya or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But Sonic does even better versus those characters. Oh, Sonic is. Uh, it's a it's really, a good lineup. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a Sonic and Sephiroth is a really solid lineup. Just really surprising. Like <laughs> that's a yeah, definitely not something I've ever thought about. But yeah. I, I guess it makes sense. Yeah. It's the That's darkness true. duo, man. They bring dark funny? they both yeah. bring darkness to the world. Two evil characters. <laughs> Two Wait, villains. Huh? Wait, yeah, what? Yeah, you didn't know Sonic is a Smash villain. You haven't seen Twitch chat? Oh, true, 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 true. Come on, man. What's what? uh funny is that there was a time, Gavin, where you were playing Sephiroth. This was maybe like a year ago. Oh my maybe, god. Literally a year ago. How has he and... been out for that long? It feels like he's been out for like a month. <laughs> and you said to me, you're like, hey. You know what? I think I'm just going to abuse counter. And I was like, "What?" He's I don't like, even remember this. You don't. Remember I've gone this? through so many different it, like. Dude, there's things a phase. where I think I have a revelation, and it, it just doesn't end up working out. There's a phase. There are a couple. There are like a couple things that you said, but you're like, if I shadow flare someone, I'm just gonna counter. I was like, "What?" Oh yeah, I was like, doing that a lot. Yeah, you're like, bro. Everybody just starts smashing buttons, so I just do shadow flare counter, and it was working a yeah. lot. Or you would like. There are just like situations where you hit someone where you do like nair counter. And I was like, bro, what is happening? 
But it was working. Sometimes I would like really chase good. them in the air and then like counter. Like they're like yeah. landing aerial, just like weird. It um when I was I remember now, when I was going through that process, I was treating Sephiroth's counter like witch time. I would like Yeah, you were. Yeah, that's what like, you said. Yeah. It was like a weird, like offensive mix up. Like, oh I'm doing my bread and butters. Oh, just kidding. I I'm countering your like reversal attempt. Because it's ultimate, and you want to mash, and you have no end line. Yeah, and you mash. also like want to like beat the startup of Sephiroth's moves or something. Right. Um, so yeah, it, I, it once again kind of goes back to what we were talking about, where like sometimes Sephiroth is like a bit of a gambler, and if you can like dive into that style, like it, it can be really scary and really freak your opponents out. Well, and then you have the mix of like, and now I'm fading back back area. Right? Yeah, now I'm playing like the safe the safe sword character. Yeah, I think the biggest revelation for me at least when watching ken sephiroth is like why shadow flare when you can bear it like it to me it's uh -oh. to here, here here's the thing because at least back air they have to shield to punish you right shadow flare if they shield they're gonna punish you anyway so it's the or same if it thing. hits them <laughs> and that that's my thing with shadow flare it's like the fact that if you hit them and they're point blank next to you and it's negative, that's such a big deal. Especially yeah. for a character like Sephiroth where it's like you you really there, – there are situations where you almost can't afford to get hit. This is where I want to talk about where I was saying where like I was weaving in like the stuff I was watching from Ken into my own play rather than just like straight up copying it. This is what I was doing. I was shadow flaring and then I would just start using a bunch of back air like Ken was doing. And I was just getting that shield damage, and I wasn't really, like, tunnel visioning for that really specific combo off the Shadow Flare. Like, you know what I mean? I was just, I was, like, going into the bully phase, because it's, like, it's kind of like, like what Marcus was saying with the counter. Like, I'll catch, like, those jumps, or, like, you trying to, like, run in on me with the back airs. I don't care if it's Sweet Spot or Sour Spot. And if you go, if you go the defensive route with the Shadow Flare, I'm just going to get some good shield damage. So, like, that was kind of, like, my version of, like, what I was watching with Ken. Mm-hmm. And I think that I, st I still think Shadow Flare is really important if you can like master it, especially the situations after the fact. Not even saying that I have, because honestly, like, I feel like I could do so much better. Um, I play a lot of online, so it kind of skews my reality, though, because it's like right. really hard to play some of these like um, not active hitboxes, precise hitboxes. That too, know. but ma main like mainly like. I shadow flare someone and I'm like trying to catch what they do afterwards. Like those scenarios are really hard online. Right, um, right. I still have faith in like kind of like, I guess my original play style of Sephiroth, but I definitely want to weave in a lot of like the, the stuff that Ken and Ned uh, do. Um, because honestly their play styles are like pretty similar. Right. Would you guys say? Yeah. 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 And I feel like mine is like super different. So like I, I, there's still stuff I feel like I could, take from them for sure i think the biggest one is knowing what matchups you can and cannot shadow flare right like i think slower characters go for the shadow flare and stuff right but it's like yeah it, the, here's the thing about shadow flare it's like okay say you hit a shadow flare and you could have hit a back air instead of the shadow flare right it's like at mid percent you probably just get advantage state from the back air right yeah but with shadow flare you reset neutral so like here it's where you're in neutral so you get a better neutral situation, or you can just get like if you, if if Shuzan got hit by by bear there, if it was sweet spot, that was just death, right? Instead yeah. of the shadow flare. But there's like there's a lot to talk about here. Um, one, 
Ken Ken's play style was basically like really basic and efficient. Like I'm going for the back air because I want more damage right now and I just want to keep it simple, right? Mm-hmm. My play style for like a lot of the time I'd play Sephiroth, I have a lot of faith in taking the smaller damage with the Shadow Flare and, and trying to get like something crazier in the next couple interactions, right? You want to snowball it, right? So I'm like I'm like banking on the fact and really trusting myself that I'll get a hard read or some sort of conditioning. Like I've had a lot of faith in that and I've really worked on that side of it for a while. And something that's similar, other than the like that's neutral, right? Like what is my opener gonna be? Back air or shadow flare, for example, right? Ken chose back air like over 90% of the time, which is like makes sense. Like you want more damage right then and there, go from there, right? Right. And then, then there's also the situation like where it's like, tilt instead. like yeah. instead of shadow flaring, he would like forward tilt instead. Yeah. Or like, and sometimes he would shadow flare, but yeah, it, it felt more like back air forward tilt was like, the yeah, main just control. take the sword moves and like take the damage right then and there. Um, and just work for like the, the kill from like, you know, advantage state. Mm-hmm. Um, there, and then the other one is, is like using shadow flare as a combo extension. Same idea. Do you want to do Nair into Shadow Flare and then bank on like getting something crazy a couple seconds from now, or are you just gonna take the the aerial? Like, right. and that's another thing. Maybe like one time in all these clips production has played, Ken has gone for like the Shadow Flare extension, right? Um, Ken just wants the damage and is just it's it's funny because I'm saying I trust myself to get the Shadow Flare and go from there, but Ken is trusting himself to just keep it consistent and like just I'll consistently get damage and I'll get my stocks for me. It's like, I trust myself to get this crazy mix up, get a super hard read. So it's like, it's, 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 uh, two very different play styles. And once again, I, I think a balance could be really, really cool. Which is so weird because you love consistency. So it's always strange to like, I, I think up. I just find that side of Sephiroth cool or something. Yeah, yeah. Right. I was about <laughs> That's to say, it's definitely also Gavin. very Gavin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. very Gavin of you. I, I like I like outplaying people super hard in neutral, or like hard reading them and like kind of like letting them know that I'm like in their head and like what better way to do it than like bully them with like Shadow Flare and stuff. So yeah, I also think it's just like a very cool like mechanic that's never really been in smash so when yeah. you first played with it it uh just played with sephiroth in general i think that was something that you particularly just enjoyed yeah the character so there's hints of it in smash but none of it not takes to as that long. degree <laughs> none of it takes as long as shadow flare to explode like mega man yeah. side b there's oh, not much right, going right. on there because it's 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 going to explode before you get any conditioning or mix up like mm-hmm. but shadow flare takes a while so you get to collect a lot of data. You get to like try to bully your opponent, see if they're scared. Like, I I like that side of the of Smash in general. But yeah, yeah. it's funny because, like I said, I've been playing a lot of a lot less Shadow Flare when I play. When I see Sephiroth play in tournament, they keep it very simple and efficient, which is like makes a lot of sense if you're trying to win a tournament match. And even my recent matches at MobileCon were like I kept it more simple than you would watch like on my stream matches where I'm like octo slashing off stage or something. Right. Uh, so I, I get it. But once again, like uh, I think a balance of the hard reads and like the typical sword character can go a long way. Shouts to all the Sephiroth players, man. I think it's really fun. Yeah, We're talking we're... about Sephiroth all day. 
Well, it, it's cool that we're seeing this character's meta develop, right? And I think there's a lot of characters in DLC pack number two that the meta, their their meta is like vastly changing because they first came out online. Now we're offline. People are getting jammed because not learning the matchup. Now people are learning the matchup, and then now those character mains have to. You know what I'm saying? Like we're yeah. we're seeing this back and forth here, and us just talking about what Sephiroth's like main moves are, right? And what's the game plan? And what are the risk rewards? Are you a shadow flare? Are you a back error? Right? Like <laughs> so, like stuff like that to me is very fun to see. And obviously, like or at least in in my opinion, Sephiroth's the the coolest character to just get added to this roster so it's really cool to see like top players just picking them up giving them a chance even though it took a while in a sense to get get used to it you know i think sephiroth is a very different sword character so it took the uh, top players a bit of time to yeah kind of get acclimated to how they should be that's something player. i talk about a lot like that he's not as much of a sword character as you would expect at least in like a lot of neutral scenarios ken kind of flipping that flipping that around though <laughs> Ken kind of just play it like a sword character, which is really interesting. Um, the back air is the closest thing to the to a like the delay, the specifically the delayed back air into the fast fall. That is that that's probably his most sword ish like move. Everything yeah. else is feels pretty different to me at least. Mm -hmm. Maybe forward tilt as well. Something else Ken was really consistent with, and I couldn't tell if it was like his opponent's DI or he was like really good at it. Was like. He would get up throw into two neutral airs with with or without wing. Oh, the double jump. He would, he would, he would get like the IDJ nair and then get and a fall second nair and it looked yeah. true. And I was like, is this bad DI or is this really what good timing? I think it might have been both. <laughs> um, it looked true to me when I when I yeah. saw that. I was I was like, oh, interesting. Okay, so IDJ yeah. nair and then you get the falling nair, which is perfect because. You already burned your double jump, right? And if you hit someone with like a falling nair, you're yeah. going back down towards the ground to reset your resources. So your next, it's like twenty five ish percent, and the next situation is really good afterwards. Because I was like looking at it down. and I was thinking, am I crazy or does it not work like that, like that easily for me when I do it? Because I've definitely done that, but I feel like there's a lot of situations where I get one neutral air. So I'm questioning, like, is it bad di? Am I not IDJing as well as 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 Ken is here? Well, but, if you think about it, what are they going to do, right? I mean, the quickest thing they'll probably be able to do. Because I always burn the jump dog. for this combo, but I feel like sometimes I don't get the second nair. Maybe Wait. I'd have to watch more. Maybe maybe there's something I'm missing, but that was really nice too because I'm like, wow, that's you know just more damage at zero. <laughs> well, right, and if they if they air dodge the second nair, you're, you're falling down. Oh, right? yeah, that's pretty so just, just fine. So it's, it's fine. So I, I think even if it's not exactly like frame tight true, it's like it looks close enough to be true that if it wasn't true, it's probably a frame trap anyway, right? Where you're yeah. like falling down with them snapping and then it's like, oh, you air dodged the snap. Like, okay, cool. I'm about to land on the ground. I can do maybe another rising snap or maybe a grab or something of the sort. So yeah, I like the I like that combo route or pressure route if it's not true yeah. from Ken Sephiroth. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess that about wraps it up. We basically just talked about Wolf and Sephiroth. This is like the best day of my life, apparently. It's too <laughs> great, great, great. And Wario. And Wario. And Wario. <laughs> Quick shout-outs to Riddles. Really. He did. He, he got fourth. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like, There's still a lot we, did, we didn't talk about, and yeah. that is not shade towards anyone. We just – Yeah, yeah. Of, of course, the elephant in the room is Sephiroth like, winning a big tournament, so we got to talk about that. That was Ken's first North American tournament win. In his entire Smash career, 
So even from Smash 4, and That's Ken huge. was a dominating force in Smash 4. He was yeah. so yep. good in Smash 4. Yeah. So the I was I was surprised when he said that in the interview. I was like, wow, he didn't really like he didn't kept really running into any... the buzz, man. Yeah, yeah. He kept running into the buzz. I was like, not again. And, and, and he, me. And he did. He definitely didn't <laughs> like the Veo matchup. I talked a lot with Ken about the Veo matchup. He said very harsh things about the Veo matchup. Oh. I'm not going to say his words, man. He just didn't like the Bale matchup, all right? I didn't like the Bale matchup. I'll say Why not? Huh? All right. We will be at the Invitational doing a special hey. episode. Oh, true. We got to talk about that. But thank you for watching episode 52. And I guess the next episode will be even cooler. So thank you so much for watching. <laughs> the games, man. Always wins. See you.